Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at PSO Sports One and Pointless Sports Opinions on Facebook, YouTube, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Twitch TV, uh, and everything else in Anchor. I'm Joey Lawson. I'm Thomas Welch. Uh, we're talking some hockey today. Uh, what do you want to start out with? You want to start with the Blues? Yeah. I feel like that's the hot the topic blues. that <laughs> everyone's looking forward to. Just so disappointing, man. Yeah, it sucks. I mean, we had one of the biggest off seasons. Arguably the best offseason in the NHL, and we're probably in our team's history. Too. Yeah, arguably. Easily. What are we fourth to last in yeah. the NHL? Something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's not, awful. Not a good look. What do you? Uh, what do you think the biggest problem is with the team? <sighs> Where do I start, man? It's just like from the top down. I think there's just a leadership problem. Ever since Backus left, like. There just yeah. hasn't been that strong voice in the room to like band everybody together. He was definitely that locker room guy. I feel like I don't know. I like Doug Armstrong as a GM. I feel like coaching too. is a problem, major problem. Like we went from Mikey O to Craig Berube. Yeah, that's fair. And I don't not, think I don't think Berube's the answer, but I don't think he's the problem just because he just kind of like got thrown in there. And he's yeah, like I mean I don't really can. blame him. It's I mean Mikey O was just really just some guy. Like yeah, not really sure if he has anything right and like before that it was hitchcock and they ran hitchcock out so it's like yeah he's a hall of famer so right it's, it's, like, it's it's ridiculous uh i think big problem is the players just aren't meshing as well as we thought they would they're like, not meshing and then um i think last game pat maroon was the guy was saying that like they just like didn't show up the first period like off the jump they they just like weren't ready to play and that's like like obviously it's the coach's job to get them ready to play, but at the same time, like you, you can't like the coach can't go out there and stick handle for them or like right, hold their hand yeah. like, a, like they have to show up and want to play and get paid millions of dollars. You're gonna have to like just show up and want to play, and they're not doing that right now. And I yeah. think this is the product that we're getting from it. Yeah, I mean I've been kind of critical of Pat Maroon because he's basically a warm body out there. <laughs> he really he's is not doing much at he's all. He's like. Does he have one goal and like seven assists or something His like that? Plus like, minus is minus fifteen. Oh god. my god! Yeah, not good. Not a good look. It's and, if you want to develop Robert Thomas, you you don't put him on a line with. Yeah. They're on the same line for, I, currently, aren't they? I think I so. Think so yeah. yeah, him and it's Bozak. Just, or, it's just a mess. And then so kind of segueing into that is the whole like lose for lose for Hughes movement. Yeah, which I know <laughs> you're a big fan of. I'm I'm a big fan of because we have. We've never had a strong talent up the middle, as far as I can remember. I mean, you know, Shen is good, O'Reilly's good, but they're not—they're not number one centermen. I think they're high end two Cs. You know, yeah. If you look back at all the uh, champions this decade, you know, you got Taze, Crosby, Backstrom, Bergeron, Kopitar. You have a solid number one centerman who, at any given point, could go off for mm-hmm. a five point game and also shut you down. Like, yeah, I feel that for sure, and I'm. Actually, um, I'm on the same I'm in the same boat as you for the lose for Hughes just because, like, or people, Capo for Caco, like yeah, exactly. <laughs> like it's like people talk about tanking and like the negative connotation that comes with it, and I don't think it's necessarily like 
I'm not rooting for the Blues to lose. Like that's not, that's not like, what yeah. the idea that I'm going after. But I realize the fact that this te- this season is not going where they want it to go. It's probably going to be a wash because I mean it doesn't look like they're turning. I think I think it's a wash already. I don't. Yeah. They're not making the playoffs. There's I'm no saying way. it right now. So yeah, you might no as way. well just see what the future has. Right. And if in the think course long of, term. Yeah. And if in the course of doing that, you lose games. You just deal with it because you want to see what you have in the organization and see what you can do to improve it. You know, even if forward. we don't win the lottery, we end up picking like third through sixth. You're, we're still going to get something better than. Oh, I know. We've been getting good guys in the twenties. Right, exactly. Like Dominic bought Clem Costa. Thomas like, was the twentieth overall pick. Yeah, and yeah. he was like, I think top ten rated prospect by. I, I think Cronman. Thomas went too low. We got lucky there. Yeah. I think. Yeah. We, I mean, they just like. As far as the draft goes, I feel like they get steals. All I mean, even Tarasenko, they traded up for yeah. him and got in. So. I mean, you look at the 2017 draft, the unanimous first and second overall picks were Nico Heischer and Nolan Patrick. And you look at that draft class, and it's Elias Patterson is yeah. far and away the best player yeah, in that draft. Yeah, not even close. He should have been number one overall. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, uh. it's just like, I, I don't feel like Armstrong's doing a bad job. May, I mean, obviously the contract's were kind of a problem with Berglund and all those guys, but he got rid of them. Yeah, did you like, see he's like trade. going AWOL in Buffalo now? Like he's not showing up to practice. He's like suspended now. Dude, and I was talking to this guy on Twitter that was like, yeah, I'm actually kind of excited because like um, he's going to get like busted for like breach of contract, so they won't even have to pay him. Yeah. And they're just going to like kick him under the road. So <laughs> that's yeah, pretty cool. I don't know. but I will I like, admit, Tay just looked good up there. Yeah. Tay just had some nice moves. Dude, oh. Love Tage Thompson so much. Yeah. R.I.P. My homie. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. I still. I mean, I still root for him and stuff. Did you see that one dick he had? And we went through that same guy twice. Yeah, it was crazy. It's just oh the reach. It was. It was a lot like the Preco goal against Colorado, yeah. where he just it was ridiculous. He's yeah. Backhanded just in the undressing net. people. Yeah. I think Preco is one of the guys. I mean, I know there's a lot of players to blame, but I feel like Preco is one of the few guys who you can say has been like giving it all this season. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like maybe like his rookie year, he had like a really good year. Yeah, he's just like kind of gone downhill after that, um, I which I think is why people use him as such like a scapegoat for our team. But I don't think he's yeah. bad. I don't either. I don't think, I think he's, he's bad solid at defensively. All. Yeah. He's got a cannon, and I know people want him to shoot more, but realistically, a shot from the point is not is not going to be accurate. It's not time, as accurate yeah. if you want to pass it up to a forward, and you know the guys who make wrist shots and snap right. shots for a living, like <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I still like Preco, and he has, I think, like four goals in his last few games or yeah. something like that. He popped off for two in that same game. Yeah, was I was nice. hoping for a hat trick, but the <laughs> that O'Reilly move in OT was awesome. Oh yeah, yeah, I love it. And I think, I think if we, if we do go after a rebuild and like lose for Hughes and all that, I think the guy you want to build around is Ryan O'Reilly. Yeah, or not necessarily build around, but like. If there's one player to keep, isn't that his better presence to keep? To keep? Yeah, and he just leads by example. Like you just watch him. Before practice, after practice, before games, even just like right. warming up, putting in the work. Like, I think he was um, he was doing an interview with uh, Darren Panger actually, and uh, he was talking about like how his dad just instilled in him like just work ethic and like every time you step on the ice, like your mindset should be that you're a beginner and always trying to like learn. And I think that's how all the players should play and not just yeah. one guy. Yeah, I agree with that. So. It's cool, and he's been working a lot with Robert Thomas after practice, so I hope that rubs off on him a little bit. Yeah, I'm tired of seeing Thomas on the wing. 
Yeah, me too. I want to. I know there's a <laughs> log jam at center right now, but he's a natural center, and dude, he's, he's got he's the skill and size for it. Probably Put the best playmaker on our team. Like, yeah, as far as getting people open and did you see? I mean, passes. he's making some crazy passes, and then Pat Maroon doesn't know what to do with it, so it doesn't result. Yeah, it results in a turnover. Just on yeah, it and falls down. <laughs> oh, he was so snake bitten for the first like. <laughs> For the first, I don't even, up until like two weeks ago, probably. Yeah. <laughs> that was so bad. I like Thomas a lot, though. But yeah, Robert Thomas is a stud. Jordan Cairo is going to come along. Yep. Um, Clem Costin is going to be that. Dominic Bach. Really who so whenever he comes God, up. Dude. Don't even get me started I'm excited. on Dominic Bach. Which is why, you know, lose for Hughes. We just add another. Yeah, another lethal weapon. Another young talent on our team. Uh, you want to move on to the trade rumors? <laughs> uh, yeah, let's do that. I mean, Doug Armstrong, what do you say that everyone's on? There's no names that aren't on the table. Something along those lines. Yeah. I mean, what else can you do at this point? You know, yeah. <laughs> like, you got to listen to everybody because, I mean, obviously you don't want to trade Tarasenko, but he's going to get you probably the best return and arguably like a jackpot as far as the league goes just because of his contract and the level that he plays at. So. Yeah. I mean, he's having a little bit of a down year, but I think he, I don't think he's fully recovered from that sol- shoulder surgery. And obviously because of that, he didn't get the conditioning he should have. Yeah. Oh, and it's like the same thing as like everybody else. Like, if there are players that aren't putting in like a hundred percent or not showing up to play or just act like they don't care, like it's gonna be like infectious, you know? Like yeah. it's gonna sneak seep into other people, and that's like maybe that's the reason they sent like Zach Sanford and those other guys down. They're like, we don't want to, <laughs> yeah. we don't want these guys to get messed up. But yeah, yeah it's just just like, protect them from Bortuzzo. But. Right? <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> dude, that cracked me up so much that. They got in a fight, right? Yeah. One of them gets, however long, three-year extension. The other yeah. one gets sent down. Yeah, Bertuzzo gets an extension. for two games and then sent down. It's like, hilarious. Oh, my God. I mean, Sanford was just, like, trying to scrap. But Bertuzzo was throwing bombs at oh, him. I know. It, it looks like they were just, like, talking trash or whatever, and then yeah. Bertuzzo just, like, started wailing on him. I was like. That's frustrating. I mean, we won two games in a row. So. The, yeah. And then got. Whatever sparks the team. Destroyed by Calgary. So. It's the nature of the beast. But yeah, I mean, there's obviously the. Did you hear about the trade rumor with the Leafs for Zaitsev? I think. Uh no, I didn't. It was uh Zaitsev and I think some other piece or something for like Petrangelo. I really? Think. I think, or it might have been Pareko. Yeah, I mean Pareko. I mean he's a young right shot defenseman. That's definitely what the Leafs need. The Leafs are probably my favorite team other than the Blues. Yeah. I follow them. Pretty or no, closely. it was it was Petrangelo. Yeah. But yeah, I was like, I mean. I get, I don't know, man. Like, probably out of all of them, I think. I I used to be on, like, we should trade Schwartz just because he's injury prone. But as soon as he came back, man, they looked like, he's like the engine of the team. Almost, yeah, you know I agree with that. So, like, you can't really trade that guy. Um, I don't know about With Petrangelo having an off year and with the captain on his shirt, like, he's an easy scapegoat, I guess. But it's just like, Yeah, I think a lot of his is a mental block because he just became a father of triplets in last year, his... You know, son passed away. Yeah, or was stillborn. Miscar- I don't know what exactly what happened. Yeah, but I think it was a miscarriage. Yeah, yeah. It's a- Either way, yeah, he's. I guarantee you, he's still recovering from that. Or yeah, if you can recover, I don't know if you can actually come back from that. But. Yeah, it's pretty tough, but it's just like, I don't know, and like, I don't know, and like the um, Maple Leafs deal or whatever. I wouldn't do that. I think there's no. I think there's better prospects you could get from better teams that would put a better offer on the table for Petrangelo. Yeah, I heard a Nylander for Pareko uh, oh God. rumor. That was... I don't know, man. It's just like... It's kind of spicy, but... Yeah, it's spicy. It's spicy for sure. I just don't know. I like, like Nylander, but... Not for Pareko. I think Pareko's more <laughs> valuable. 
I do too. Especially like with the lack of defensive prospects that we have. Right. It's all forwards. Yeah. yeah, you can't give up. I would move up. a forward before I move a defenseman yeah. for sure. I don't know. We we do have Jay Bomeister, so <laughs> He's so yeah, bad. He's oh my down. god. Dude, oh I don't even know. He just needs to hang him up. He needs a walker. Yeah, yeah. he does. I I would be surprised if anybody signed him after this year, to be honest. I've seen at least two goals where he just accidentally <laughs> Just accident right kicked it off in. of him. Yeah. yeah. He was trying to get into position, just kicked yeah. it into the net. It was ridiculous. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's a shame. But um, the Flyers are cleaning house. So yeah, I saw they that. Might be Hextel and Hextel. <laughs> they uh, brought Carter Hart up. Like, did they really? Yeah, I didn't see that. Dude. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's awesome. So that's going to be entertaining. Yeah. Uh, you yeah, want to talk about the biggest surprises? Yeah, season so far. That. I'm excited for this actually. Yeah, I am too. So biggest surprise for me. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. It's the blues. <laughs> because I actually left them off because that was my the majority heart of my <laughs> But yeah, definitely the blues. Um, I think I think people always knew that he was good, but I think Patrick Line has just like set himself apart oh from my like God. the player that people thought he was. In the past, you know. Yeah. Just, he had 11 goals, uh, four-game stretch, five yeah. goals on five shots on um, Jake Allen. So. Yeah. Oh, my God. And even after the game, he was like, yeah, I don't know why they just, like, didn't cover me yeah, <laughs> after the so first funny. three. <laughs> yeah, his, his interviews, interviews are, are hilarious. Yeah. Um, my biggest so, surprise is – uh, sorry, go ahead. What were you going to say? No, I was just going to keep going. You can uh, – Definitely Buffalo. Yeah, I've got Buffalo on here, Worst too. team in the league last year and in a playoff spot this year. And there's, I think, I feel like within that, there's so many other surprises too, like Carter Hutton being a good starter. Yeah, Rasmus Donnelly making an impact, Jeff Skinner, but Jeff Skinner, Jack Eichel. Can we talk about Jack step. Eichel? Oh, oh my god, god. dude! It was it's like rid- the last few days, just insane. Did you say that goal? I forget who it was, but he skated it, and when he got to the offensive zone, he didn't take another stride. He just his feet didn't move, and he just glided up to the net and shot it. It was ridiculous. <laughs> no, I didn't see that one. His skating is insane. One, I saw. The one where he just absolutely undressed the dude on the wing and then cut it in and sniped oh, it over, yeah, the top. Like off Ooh. the pipe and then, oh my god. There's like god. that much space to get the puck in. Yeah, was, yeah right over the shoulder. I sh- saw that oh one. Oh my god. And then the, I think there was two the other day where he like 
went behind the net, passed it in front. There was another one. He did like a spin behind the net and like a no look pass in front of the goal and got an assist. It's just like yeah, his playmaking is a lot better than I thought it was. Yeah. I always saw him as more of a goal scorer, but I mean no, he's he's, he's only shooting like five percent right now, which mm-hmm. is obviously going to go up. I think it's yeah. a little snake bitten. Yeah, he just. I feel like he's turned it. He had two goals, I think, in his last game. And yeah. One before that. So I think he's, he's turned, got right around an assist per game right now. Yeah. But yeah. But he doesn't he, really need to shoot when he can just find Jeff Skinner and <laughs> no, Skinner can he bury doesn't, it. Man, and I feel like Jeff Skinner, Jeff Skinner, was so underrated with the um, Hurricanes because they played like, him on the third line, and he was putting up those numbers with like nobody. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he know? had a thirty-seven goal season with no one. Yeah, he's now he's got I, Jack Eichel. Not gonna like, be surprised if he hits forty-five this no, year. I, Rasmus Dahlin looks great. Yeah, he does. Uh, he started off a little shaky. Yeah, I think he was I just he's trying to get used to it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he's not gonna win the Calder because no, there's an alien in Vancouver. <laughs> he's got it locked up. An alien, dude. That's really what he is, man. He's just nuts. He and it's is like six two, a buck sixty five, and has a hundred mile an hour slap shot. Like, <laughs> oh it's ridiculous. God. It's wild, and it's, it's crazy. like, I guess, kind of going back to the Blues with that, it's like. He had a five-point game against us, yes. I think. Yeah, like, a goal and four assists. Do you guys not do, like, a scouting report or, like, watch video or anything? Like, you just don't expect him to, like, <laughs> play the same style yeah, like he had of hockey. He had ten goals in his first ten games. Like, you're not, <laughs> yeah, you don't not worry cover about him. him. Yeah, like, yeah, he's a rookie. We don't we yeah. worry about it. Yeah, he's like, 20. We'll just leave him. Yeah. Leave him open. Leave him alone. Same thing with Patrick Lyon, eh? Yeah. Leave him alone. He's fine. Surprises. Oh, Gritty. Gritty, <laughs> dude. When you it's first best, came, when you first came out, I was like, I've ever seen "This is gonna last a year." And like, this is the worst looking mascot I've ever seen in my entire life. People love it, and people absolutely love Gritty. And you know what? I kind of like Gritty it's now. Too. Like, he just looks like a the like Muppet from Jeffco. Like, <laughs> he that's really what he looks does. like. He kind of looks like an overgrown like animal, like the yeah. drum player. I don't even know what he's supposed to be, but yeah. it's hilarious. And. <laughs> like one of the first games he went out there he was like on the ice like skating you see him like wipe out yeah that was <laughs> oh awesome God. that was awesome um i got eric carlson on here too just because i feel like he's not really like played up to the expectations that they had for him yeah i i'm gonna disagree with you i think he's been pretty good i know his plus minus is bad and i know he only has two goals this season but i think it's because in ottawa he was the offense he was mm-hmm. all they had he was all the offense and all the defense and probably goaltending half the time. Mm-hmm. He's probably their coach at some point. He's everything to that franchise. And I'm not being a little exaggerating here, but <laughs> no, dude. <laughs> I mean, um, also, I have Ottawa on here too. I think as a surprise, but yeah. it was like I think I saw an article that was like, um, they asked one of the Senators players about like losing Carlson or something. And he was like, basically said that they got better without him there because of like the kind of attitude he had. But I. I don't know. I don't know. How he I don't know. Better without losing, I watched him losing single-handedly carry them to the game seven of the Eastern Conference Final a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't. I don't agree with that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's just like I feel like there's a lot more that goes on behind like closed doors that we don't see. Yeah, but it's like it's still Eric Carlson. Like, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if I mean the Sharks are a notoriously slow starting team. I'm not gonna be surprised if they. Get it going, and he has like you oh, know, yeah. one point, and that's three what I points think, per game for the rest of the right. season. And that's like, what I think I was talking about when it was like, I think he'll still finish in the really sixty like point a, range. Yeah, it's not like a disappointment, really. It's just like they expected him to be more of an offensive threat. Yeah, because I still think he's like sound defensively. It's Eric yeah, I do Carlson, too. It's but it's just like I don't know the points and the goals. I guess isn't what they expected it to be with him and Burns on the. Yeah, you the said team. you had Ottawa on your surprises. Yeah, Brady Kachuk has been phenomenal. Yeah, this Brady season. Kachuk. 
good old boy. Yeah, Thomas Shabbat has been a big surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, Mark Stone's incredible. Yeah. Uh, Calgary was one of my big surprises. Yeah. They're looking oh, like yeah. a juggernaut out there, man. <laughs> it's crazy. But it's it's just like, and they don't even have really, I mean, they've got Goudreau and like. Goudreau, uh, Monaghan, and Lindholm. That line's insane. Yeah, but other than them, like, it's just like, it's just a cohesive unit. And you can tell. It is. They like they're passing and they just like know each other on the are on the ice at all times. Like, it's exactly what the Blues aren't. should want to be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> aren't exactly what they are. It's the exact opposite of the Blues. Uh, another surprise I had that goes in with Calgary is James Neal. He has not been good this year. Yeah, I haven't heard anything about I'm James at his Neal. exact stats right now, but I know he just signed. I think it was. $5.7 million contract, that sounds, sounds right. right. Something like that. Yeah, he has, in 34 games, he has three goals and four assists. Oh, God. Dodge that bullet. Yeah, that's Dodge rough. Dodge that bullet and got Pat Maroon instead. I mean, he's playing <laughs> on the third line. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think he's overvalued because he had a 40-goal season a couple years ago, but he was also playing on a line with Evgeny Malkin. And yeah. if you don't think your points are going to go up when you're playing with Evgeny Malkin, like that's, yeah. it's going to happen. You're like, just wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I think he. I saw somewhere he averaged like thirty extra points per season when he was playing with Malkin because Malkin's that ridiculous. Yeah, like Malkin's nuts. But yeah, I think. Well, I guess, kind of in that regard, the uh, Penguins have kind of been a surprise too this year. Yeah, because they like. I think they're starting to turn around. Yeah, they're. At first, they scared me, dude. They were like, they were like bad, bad. Yeah, I'm. Not, I'm not gonna bet against Sidney Crosby yeah, ever. No, me but, neither. <laughs> uh, thing that scares me about them is their defense. Like Chris Letang is. Literally the only NHL level defenseman, yeah, that I see on their team. I mean, I'm sure I'm missing somebody, but no. he's that sounds right to me. Yeah, <laughs> he's doing everything. I think he's a dark horse Norris candidate for me. Definitely, yeah, I can see that. I mean, Crosby and Malkin are obviously having great seasons. And yeah, I think I think Eichel's Eichel's kind of getting up there, man. Like I know Eichel's getting up there. Uh, he's just so it's just like for me like. And going back to like the lose for Hughes thing, like that's, that's kind of like Even if you don't get a first overall pick, that's what you could get. Like right, that's the player that I see Jack Hughes becoming is like Jack Eichel. Yeah, like that level of player. And I don't like, think he's quite at that level. Um, I think he's gonna be more in like the Nico Heischer, uh, Clayton Keller tier. Okay, the players Brock Besser, which is not bad. That's right. Yeah. Still great. Still great. Go. Yeah. I mean, I Buffalo know. can't really be disappointed. I mean, obviously they didn't get to draft Connor McDavid, but yeah. <laughs> Jack Eichel's pretty nice consolation prize. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) But yeah, dude, it's just like, and like, I guess it's kind of like, maybe not the same tier, but like the same playing style. Oh yeah, for sure. And it's like, I feel like when I watch like Dominic Bach, it's kind of like the same thing. Like you can just like contort your body into like small spaces and like around any defender you want, soft hands, heavy shot, like almost the whole package. My one worry about Hughes is that what's what is he like 5'9? Yeah, he's th- small. I don't know. I, he might have to too. switch over to wing when he gets to the NHL. Like there's yeah. very few how many centers can you name that are under 6 feet? Like elite centers that are under 6 feet tall yeah, other than Sidney Crosby. Like not a lot. <laughs> yeah. And Capo Cac on the other hand I think is playing center now and he's got the size. Mm-hmm. So But yeah, it's going to be it's going to be fun to watch for sure. I'm yeah. going to try and I always try and do uh, my research on the draft just yeah. to, and see like where people line up and stuff so a uh, bad surprise this year was los angeles yeah what the what I don't, happened they're so slow have you ever have you watched any of their games no. this season <laughs> no, I've i, I watched it. a little bit it's they're so slow it's like pat maroon but on Everywhere. every line yeah oh god like drew Doughty and anze kopitar are obviously good and uh Ilya kovalchuk has been mm-hmm. decent 
Yeah, that, that contract's going to look pretty nice. <laughs> yeah. <that's, laughs> God. God. I don't know what they were thinking. That's rough. I mean, I know what they were thinking, that he was going to be able to score 30 goals, even yeah. though he hasn't played in the NHL since 2012 and is 35. <laughs> so, uh, Edmondson is turning around yeah. under Hitchcock. Yeah. I'm, I kind of expected that, honestly, just because I feel like anytime Hitchcock has come into a new team, he's kind of like jolted them, I guess, yeah. into like win streaks and like good records and stuff, but... Um, I don't know, especially like with the blues and stuff, like he had success with us, but like eventually like his style of coaching, I guess, like wears down on people's like, um, playing, I guess. So like, I think it'll be good for McDavid and like that hall of fame coach connection and stuff just to see. Yeah. Work on his two way game. Yeah, exactly. But I think he's on pace for like 120 points right now. He's (laughs) improving his defense, which is ridiculous. Right. Exactly. Um, and that's what I'm kind of saying, but at the same time, I don't think Hitch is like the future. Of yeah, I don't the, know if he's the answer. The Oilers, yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, another thing that surprised me, I'm kind of terrified of Miko Rantanen. Yeah. Like, he's, he's, oh it's ridiculous. God. That whole line is nuts, bro. I mean, I think they're going to slow down eventually, but they right haven't now, really shown they, yeah. that yet. It's, no. We're a third through the season, and Miko Rantanen has 57 points, I believe, Yeah, which is ridiculous. And I, I still think Nathan McKinnon's the best player. He's, he's yeah. what drives that team. Yeah, but it's just but. like, it's just so, it's so exciting for me to watch people other than the Blues because it's yeah. just like, it's actually good hockey. And it's like, like we said earlier, like it's everything that I want the Blues to be. So like whenever I watch the Blues, I'm like looking for plays like that. And it's just like, it's not there. Yeah. Do you have anything else on your agenda? That's or? all I got. Yeah, that's all I have, man. So actually ad lived a little bit there. But. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> Um, so we got closing statements, right? Yeah, dude. Final yeah. thoughts. All right, final thoughts. Um, final thoughts. This has nothing to do with hockey. Um, but the Bears, after their game, had a party in the locker room and a freaking disco ball. Did you see this, Caleb? I did see that, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> if you get a chance, go on YouTube or Twitter or whatever and just go look at the video because they are going nuts, and it's the coolest thing That's I've ever seen. That's what the vision wouldn't get you, I guess. Oh, my God. <laughs> This is the coolest thing I've ever seen. They literally had like a full blown rager in the <laughs> locker room. It was sick. You got one? I don't. I didn't prepare one. Sorry, man. <laughs> Give us a spread the word. Spread the word. Nice, right, spread the word. <laughs>